This is Beyond Just Money. Joining us is Director of Research for Calkind, Ms. Hina Chaudhary, and today we will take a look at the British biotech sector amidst the coronavirus pandemic. So, Hina, in your article, you are pointing out that the biotech sector across the world has come to the rescue of the human race as a second line of attack against the pandemic. The first one, of course, being the health authorities. Now, I want to understand from you that why is it being said that the British vaccine developers have an advantage over the competitors across the world? So, Tarsha, it is right to say that the biotechnology sector across the world has come to the rescue of the human race. And, you know, this is being the second line of attack which we are talking about against coronavirus pandemic. As you said, first being, you know, the health authorities putting all their efforts to contain the spread of the virus. And we have seen that, you know, it was done to an extent for the first uh, wave of infection. Now we also get to hear about the second wave of infection. Uh, howsoever, health uh, health authorities are taking a big role in you know trying to save many lives as much as they can. Now, within a few days of the outbreak, you know we have seen that there is a practical stop on this pandemic. It can only be put into place by an effective vaccine with most of the world population needing inoculation in a short span of time. Now, a race has started between institutional as well as corporate bio-research groups to develop a vaccine in this regard. This vaccine, no matter who develops first and how many of them get developed, would have a very high revenue potential for their makers as the entire world population would be a potential market for these players. Now, if I specifically talk about the British healthcare players and the vaccine developers in these efforts, they have had an advantage over other competitors across the world as we have seen in the early days of the pandemic and the progress you know, made by names like AstraZeneca, for example. Now, these UK companies have started their development process early on. Their candidates have been scheduled to complete their clinical trials ahead of the rest and have also, you know, signed several deals for the supply of the vaccines to multiple countries across the world. The only thoughts that, you know, have given a spin to the whole scenario are around World Health Organization stating that at the moment there is no silver bullet for COVID-19 and that could also hold for the future. However, we are still positive on a few players who can really turn it around. Sure, Hina. So when we talk about the British developers being ahead, why don't you throw some light on the current research efforts on the vaccine and also the availability to the general public? So early on, you know, it looks like that. uh, But, you know, now I can say it's, uh, you know, more like a race against the time and many players across the globe are seen to be taking the lead. Now, currently, if you look at the research efforts, uh, you know, against the coronavirus pandemic, these are targeted in three different directions. One, we are talking about diagnostics, that is testing and diagnostics. And then we're talking about treatment development. We're talking about vaccine development. Now, with respect to the UK, if you look at the Jenner Institute of the Oxford uh, University, that has been one of the first in the world to have uh, started development, you know, development work around the vaccine for this virus. Now, its efforts, which have been uh, receiving government as well as corporate support, they have been eyed when it comes to first few solutions available for the general public. 
then we have you know on the vaccine development side we also have seen that many efforts are being brought together by the imperial college of london which has also advanced a lot in terms of clinical trials so it is likely that the vaccines might be able to complete all their development requirements and regulatory requirements as per the schedule given by you know respective uh, entities and are made available to the masses but i think what we are eyeing is that something or the else should come up by the end of this year or before the end of this year that's what everyone is eyeing for understood so are there any specific biopharma companies that you would like to talk about so in general if i look at the healthcare space in entirety then you know we have seen astrazeneca is leading the race in terms of covid-19 vaccine development in the uk and others are also not far behind when i talk you know at a global level but in the uk specifically if we look at astrazeneca now this company um, has also tied up with Jenner Institute of Oxford University as we have seen for the coronavirus vaccine development uh, and then we have seen you know that the Jenner Institute vaccine candidate currently is far ahead of its competitors in terms of the progress that has been made in clinical trials uh, or you know with respect to what is the stance uh, with respect to public availability by September of this year the company is already in the process of manufacturing million of doses of this vaccine and is looking at different regulatory approvals from marketing standpoint then you look at another player which is glaxo smith kline now here we have seen that you know the company has entered into two agreements over the past two uh, months past few months for the development of coronavirus vaccine first with french pharmaceutical major sanofi and the other with a canadian company called medigago Now both of these uh, vaccine development candidates are in various stages of clinical trials and the company's vaccine joint venture with Sanofi has received support from the US government as well. Now uh, if you look at these kind of scenarios and then agreements with the British government for the supply of 60 million doses of vaccine i think glaxo is playing a crucial role there and i think what we're going to see is that you know these top players will make it uh, really you know in the, uh, will change things in the positive direction so to say then you know on the on the other side of the story when we look at some smaller players we also have hikma pharmaceuticals now this is one of the uh, you know popular manufacturers of generic drug formulations in the uk kingdom of both branded as well as in license therapeutics in the united kingdom and through the pandemic its injectable division has seen double digit growth as you know there was an increased demand for its product in europe as well as uh, in the us for the treatment of pandemic infected patients then you look at you know another player which is oxford biomedica plc and this company was chosen by astrazeneca to partner in the production of the vaccine currently being developed by the jenner institute of um, the oxford university and licensed to astrazeneca so these companies have revealed plans to make as many as 1 million doses of the vaccine to be distributed in the uk as well as outside so i think these healthcare players are taking it to the next level the only thing is that how many of them are successful or how many of them actually cater to the need of public at large that has to be seen now well this is very insightful we are hoping that the vaccine comes out soon thank you for sharing your insights hina that will be all for now until we get back with another insightful episode listeners you can listen to this again on calkinemedia.com or also on our youtube channel stay apprised and invest wise with calkine